Welcome to the Health and Fitness Show with Tracy Markley. You keep saying you got something for me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show today. Today, we're going to go over two different sets of muscles that often gets confused on many people. We're going to talk about the rotator cuff muscles and the hip flexor muscles. Often with the hip flexors, people think it's just this little tiny spot in your low waist area that helps flex your hip. And often with the rotator cuff, people think it's just a cuff that has something to do with your shoulder. So, but let's start with the rotator cuff muscles. We all have a shoulder shoulder girdle and we all have a shoulder joint. The shoulder girdle holds the shoulder bones and posture in place and all the structure of the shoulder, which is the scapula, which is a shoulder blade and the clavicle and the humerus, which is the upper arm bone and just everything involved with the shoulder area. And then you have the ball and socket joint, which is the shoulder joint and the ball and socket moves around. Your movements of lifting your arms up, back and circles to the sides, reaching out. That ball and socket has to be free to move, kind of like the ball and socket in your hip. So the rotator cuff muscles, there's four of them. It is not just a cuff. For instance, with me being a trainer for all these years, Often I get people coming to me saying, I have a rotator cuff injury. My first question is usually, do you know which muscle it is? They say no. Because often when they get their results or the doctor or the therapist or anybody who's explaining to them they have a rotator cuff injury, they're not basically calling out the muscles to them, which makes it hard on my end as a fitness person and other fitness people to know exactly which exercises and how we should help you get through it, especially when you're done with the rehab. Do your therapist, do your rehab first, follow through with whatever exercises they give you at home to do with your therapy. Always, it's very important. So the four rotator cuff muscles you have, you have the infraspinatus, the supraspinatus, the subscapularis, and the teres minor. At some point when you have a rotator cuff injury, somewhere within those muscles, the ligaments, there's a tear, an injury, a swelling, something going on that is an injury. I also find because there's so many muscles that attach around there that the bicep by two two two-headed muscle, two heads of ligaments that come up and attack on the shoulder blade, near the shoulder joint. Then you got the triceps, there's three. Quite often I have found people actually having an issue with one of the tendons or ligaments to the bicep muscle. And it's just being titled as a rotator cuff injury when it's actually a tear or something going on within the bicep or the structure of the ligament or tendon. So just giving that information out there to you because it is confusing sometimes with rehab, which exercises to do, Me as Pilates instructor and yoga and training, I get that all the time. But when you go to the professionals in fitness and we don't know exactly what it is, we may give you an exercise angle that doesn't work with your injury. So whenever possible, if you have that going on, ask the doctor, ask the person who gave you surgery or ask whoever's working on it with you. Can you tell me what exactly, which muscle, which tendon, where do you think it's at? And often they know, but then often they don't. I have known people who's gone into surgery for a rotator cuff injury, and it's something different. Because you can only see so deep into the layers with your CT scans, the MRIs, and x-rays, and everything everyone looks at for your joints and your ligaments and your tissues. I know someone, well, actually two people, they actually just had a little bone spur, a tip of one of the bones in there, just had to be shaved off. Quick, easy surgery once they're in there. But up until that point, they were labeled as having a rotator cuff injury. Just wanted to put that out there for you to help 
you help anyone who's working on you help you heal, whether it's a massage therapist, the trainer, acupuncturist, whoever you're going to, to help heal or doing things on your own. Or if you're YouTubing exercises, you may be following exercises for a rotator cuff injury that has nothing to do with what yours is and you're actually irritating it or making it worse. Plus remember, posture is important. If you're working on that rotator cuff for rehab and the movements, if you're rounded over in poor posture, taking your shoulder girdle, folding it in a sloppy posture, trying to make the bone socket joint move your arm, you're not going to heal right. And you'll probably stay in pain, stay irritated. Often you may create yourself to get frozen shoulder. So strong core, good posture where you're doing your care for your shoulders. So let's get into the hip flexors real quick here before we end the show today. I talked so much about the, the shoulders. Okay, hip flexors, they are not just a little spot in your low, low waistline that flex your hip. You have the four quad muscles. You have the sartorius muscle. You have the psoas muscle. They all help flex your hip. Your psoas is deep in your core, attached to your last four lumbar vertebrae, crosses through the hip area, and attaches to your upper thigh bone. And that would be the iliacus and the psoas, which is also put together as the iliopsoas when they're named together. But my point of that being is, again, you need to have good posture to help any issues you have with flexing your legs and hip flexing because if you're rounded in your low spine and if you have an injury or something going on through that low spine it's going to affect the function of the psoas muscle working with the other muscles in your quads which is the front of your legs that help flex your hips which you need for walking and movement for sitting and standing so there's a couple tips for you right there your hip flexor muscles and your rotator cuff muscles learn your body learn your muscles learn the proper movements for them, be in proper posture when you exercise, when you stretch, when you sit, to help encourage all the ligaments and tendons and fascia and muscles to be in the right format, in the right position for the movements you want them to do safely in everyday activity. So there you go. I hope that gave you some tips to help you through any quirks you're going through. Drink your water, nourish your ligaments, brain, fascia, muscles with good food and nutrients. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, be patient with yourself, be patient with others, and have a great day. You've been listening to the Health and Fitness Show with Tracy. Go have a great day, fit day, and a healthy day. Are you ready, Boots? Start walking. <laughs>